It's the Winning Ticket Podcast, where having fun is minus 1,000. With your hosts, Dean Contrino, Joe Hoffman, Zach Nasciolo, and Johnny Della Luna. Hey, yo, everybody. It's another episode of the Winning Ticket Podcast. It's John, Zach, Dean, and Kyle Piss. Let's go. Here tonight. <laughs> there he is. It's and me. After a perfect, right? You had a perfect Big Bank and now an imperfect That's one right, this man. past week, but it's it okay. We have a little fun with Kyle Piss here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for, for tuning in. This is week five of the 2022 NFL season. Uh, let's kick it off with some bad beats, clean sweeps. Oh, let me go first. Let me go first. Uh, first off, Zach Fatlock loses again. Mm. I apologize. I wasn't able to be here last week. Had to leave the pod early due to some shit going on. Uh, but everything is all right. And you know what's not all right? The Commanders. Fuck them. I literally said off pod, I said I would not bet for or against them with you, the listener's money. That's how much I hate the Commanders. <laughs> Carson Wentz, you're garbage. R- Rivera, hope you get fired. <laughs> Everyone else, I hope I hope Brian Robinson gets shot again. How about that? Yeah. The Commanders are dog shit. Secondly, Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, hold mm. on to the goddamn ball. Four fumbles. I believe they said that was the first time ever a quarterback fumbled four That's times terrible. in a game. And I- I have a note about that as well. Is That was the first time that Trevor Lawrence has ever played in rain at any level. So, and here I was wow. like, oh, if it yep. rains, it'll even the playing field. I'll tell you what, up 14 nothing. I was like, oh, I'm so sharp. Look at me. The <laughs> yeah, Jaguars are going to cool. fucking poop on them. Um, but, yeah, dude, they kept on actually like crossing midfield and then just turning the ball over because uh, apparently Trevor Lawrence, you know, didn't think it would be a good idea to wear gloves in the rain. <laughs> um, Vikings push, whatever. That was a weird game. And you know what? You could honestly make an argument that they probably could have lost that game and they probably could have won by 10. Um, however you want to slice that. And then the Lions, listen, I, I knew Swift had a chance of being out. I knew that Amon Ra had a chance of being out. Did not predict the whole offense and two offensive linemen to be out with injury. Mm-hmm. Um, even though their defense was historically bad. Yeah, the whole defense The was whole out. defense was historically <laughs> bad. I still, I, honest <laughs> to God, uh, gun to my head, I think if they had... If they were if they were healthy, it would have been uh, would have been a completely different. Game. If they were healthy, they could have scored seventy points, and then they, they could have finally had a chance at winning. They might have. They would have won seventy to sixty nine or you something. Never <laughs> you never know. But yeah. those are my bad beats. Yeah. There you go. I'll I'll take over now. I didn't have a bad beat. I had a push, um, which was fine. I, Two I was, pushes on the pod. Yeah, I, yeah. doesn't oh, happen often. Oh, it was, the, it was the same bet. That's why. Yeah, we we had the Bills. Um, co signed the Bills. Yeah, yeah John and I. Yeah. So and ride the Vikings. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. There you go. And okay. You know what? Honestly, it's one of those things where uh, number shopping. really really matters it, it bills two and a half that's a definite go ravens three and a half i would have liked that easy in hindsight i'm going to go back and listen to the episode i think i said that last week as well but yeah i think that um the bills started very slow which is a little cost for concern i actually did drop them a little bit in my power rankings this offense is kind of uh you know stuttering into what they are which is uh one theme that i saw throughout the weekend guys i, I don't know about you or what what you gleaned from the um from the games Teams that can't run the ball or stop the run really have a hard time winning. And it's one of those things. The Bills just don't have any semblance of a running game. Zach, you just talked about the Eagles. They kill you running the ball. They they have a great offensive line. They have Miles Sanders is looking really nice. They have uh, Jalen Hurts who could beat you like silly by running the ball. It, teams that can't run, uh, that's a little bit of a theme. Maybe a nice little eye-opener of like, wow, it, there's, a, there's a reason why these coaches for 50, 60 years have tried mm-hmm. to establish some sort of running game. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Dean. I think that in in a clearly passing era in the NFL, 
most of the good teams, at least this early on, when teams are still healthy, the weather's still okay. You want to get that ground game going to better set up your pass. You know, the rest the rest of the season. But I I completely agree that the running game is fucking important. Um, we co-signed on the Bills together, of course. That was a push. We're lucky to get that push, realistically, because the Ravens really should have won that game outright. Uh, but obviously some secondary and other defensive issues prevented that. And it was a strange decision. How many, t- like how many times a season we go through, the uh, coach goes to the podium, explains, hey, we had Lamar throw on fourth down instead of taking mm-hmm. the easy points there. And it's always one of those situations where I just feel like there's never enough of those good moments where it's like, yep, the gamble paid off. It always seems to be the very dark room, somber coach voice that's just describing, yeah, you know, we should have changed the decision. We saw that with uh, Dan Campbell. Like, we've seen that with so many coaches this year. See, Get the, right on track. The one thing that I want to say, though, about that is I don't really subscribe to the fact of, like, a team giving up a comeback as um, they they should have done better. It, yeah, I kind of subscribe more. Okay. Of the, the team that came back, that's their adjustment that they made. To, okay. to come back. So I give that team that came back a little bit more credit. More credit than, than a team that loses, may, maybe, in a way. Maybe not all the time, but I think I yeah. give more credit to the team that came D- back depends than Depends on it. Yeah, I, most people don't. Most people are like, oh, the Ravens bottled it. And yeah. it's like, not. Nah, well, they do have Josh Allen on the other side. That's right. really good. They do, and I have, this is probably some bias coming in because obviously the, the Ravens are the team of the Winning Ticket Podcast, and they <laughs> suffer right. another yes. close loss come from behind. But also we've seen John Harbaugh and Lamar, this whole squad, go through the, yeah, we fucked up at the end, and now, you know, now we lost. Um, the one thing that hit, wow, Raiders, great hit. Another co-sign between Dean and I. More it was just bound, yeah. bound to happen, a win by nine. They were in desperation mode. Let's get parlayed goes to three and one on the year. Very proud of that. We had Titans getting three and a half. They won outright. Uh, and Derrick Henry, we just had a little morsel over 59 and a half rushing yards. I think he had... He had over 100. I was going to say it over yeah. 100. Yes. So that was just a, an insurance thing. Um, and we were happy to get the Cardinals dog pound, too. Someone co-signed on that. That was me, was baby. Okay. Should have made it Good my man. fucking big bank. <laughs> but hey, Kyle Piss, what went wrong with you? Yeah, so I was on the wrong side <laughs> was piss. of both my games here. I got CLV on both, so mm-hmm. the market was with me, but it was just very clearly the wrong side. I think at halftime of both games, you knew it was over. If I told you Swift and Amon Ra were guaranteed out, before game time. You're taking the under. You're not taking the over. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everyone else did, and the market yep. agreed, and, and it just didn't work out that way for either side. But Highest got, scoring game of the season, I believe, too. At yeah. 48 to 45, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 By, by a long shot. Yeah, and so. Bucks chiefs was no uh, picnic either, man. That, mm-hmm. that went over by several as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I got two totals again this week. Ooh, so I'm doing, the, I'm doing the same play, one and a half and, and one and a half units. I, I had like four or five leans that I just couldn't make a decision to get it that third big bank pick, so I want to just stick with two again. I feel very confident. I like two totals this week, and Great. I'm coming for that 3-0, man. You know, last week, John and I were, were called by a name that shall not be mentioned, and it's uh, <laughs> that's, that's one, of the, <laughs> one of those things that, that I did mention was, you know, uh, things are going to regress, and that's a mm-hmm. reminder to everyone that, you know, if you're listening, we're, we're providing you guys with, you know, f- we're we're lifelong friends, we're, we're shitting on mm-hmm. each other. I mean, we're calling Joe Piss all night. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> you mean Kyle, Kyle Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle Piss. <laughs> no, but it's one of those things where, um, you know, you could, I, I see some people on uh, social media saying, like, yeah, we're, we're 
picking games at a 90% clip. That's not possible. I mean, we're going to come back. Don't worry. At the end of the year, our record's going to be just fine. So, same thing. Um, if you like that I was 2-0, maybe fade me this week. But I, I don't think so. I have some good plays. I, yeah. I'm definitely going to take Joe's plays this week. Yeah, uh, Kyle awesome. Pitts' plays. Seem, I seems really, like, you so seems like a get-right spot for, for I think Kyle so. Pitts. I'll, I'll reference before going to the Big Bank, because I did have the Browns' money line. That was my one loss in the Big Bank. Kyle Piss, or Kyle Pitts, as most people know, completely invisible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going to be missing time this week. He is, okay. Yeah, he's out. Arthur Smith has done a, a, I only can describe it as a strange job in Atlanta. Because they, would you not say good? I mean, obviously exceeding expectations. But 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 us, remember us. We we did not expect them to be terrible. This is kind of where they're at two and two. Like that's that is about where I'd expect it. But they've come in strange ways. Crazy enough, I thought their offense would be actually a little bit better. Me too. I yeah. didn't think they'd yeah, yeah, be yeah. running the ball as effectively. I thought okay. Cordero Patterson is obviously electric. But I thought that I the would, combo of London and Pitts. I would also argue mm-hmm. that. What they did against the Browns was a product of good coaching. They realized, mm-hmm. hey, I agree. The Browns' best pass uh, rush, run stopper is out. Yep. We're going to run the ball down yeah. their throats yeah. until they say no. And you know what? That's awesome because that's what we call adaptation. Yeah, In the middle of a game, Arthur Smith had, hey, this is working. Fuck, fuck. Let's throw the plan out the window. Run it down your throat until you can stop us. And they got a win because of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yes. Mariota completed only seven passes in that game. Wow. Why is it that's, so easy for some coaches to just attack? Uh, because weakness, I don't know, like they, they realize that it's working and you have yeah. players that don't mind eating their pride. And that's yeah. why we all had, or, or rather, I know that I had uh, Falcons over four, over five. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got two wins in the bag, so now it's just a matter of stealing two some Two wins games. in the first quarter of the season. Yeah, we're halfway, we're halfway to pushing at least. Yeah. So, you know, I think, that, I think that this Falcons team will be a, at least like a five or six team, six win team. Agreed. Sure. Agreed. All righty, without further ado, let's go to the Big Bank. Big Bank Picks. Okay, who wants to start us off? I'll stop. Oh, I would Kyle. Love it. it's, it's piss. I would Kyle love to start, start us well. off here. Kyle. Let me hear it. Coming Kyle. at you. All right. <laughs> Cowboys, Rams, over. Now you'd be thinking, Ooh. Joe, wait a second here. The Cowboys are going to get a billion sacks against Matt Stafford and that silly offensive line, right? I got some stats for you. Well, stats later. But first, I want to read you the handicap here. The health for the Cowboys is increasing on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. We got Gallup coming back another week. Schultz is coming back. Should be fully healthy. Like, should be full participant in practice here mm-hmm. uh, for this week. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm getting choked up just thinking about how, <laughs> how healthy he's going to be. <laughs> he's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Stafford gets the ball out the quickest. I think he's top three right now Okay. in getting the ball out the quickest. And number one is Brady. And if you remember mm. week one, Brady n- at least neutralized that part of the Cowboys' defense. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too concerned about that. Stafford is going to get the ball out quick. The Rams the past couple weeks have increased their no-huddle rate, and mm-hmm. they've had success with it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm basically saying here is the pace in this game is going to be very, very quick, and we need that for all kinds of overs. And, of course, we all saw it on primetime. Rams' running game is terrible right now. I think that's going to increase their pass rate as well. So this total should be at least three or four points higher. Uh, Cooper Rush is no just lay-down guy. Mm-hmm. We've all seen it. Um, and I think the Cowboys might even win outright. I think there's a small chance of that. But I think the over, and then Dean is giving me a little finger here. Don't. I have a feeling I spoiled it. For, yeah, you did. <laughs> but uh, I like this game to go over big time, and this is why this is going to be my one-and-a-half-unit player. Right. This is why I didn't even And what's get, the number again? Uh, it was 46-and-a-half. Let me do a double-check ease. Ooh, I think that went down. Really? I think. 
Great, so the market is moving against me. Wonder no forty. Sorry, forty three. Yeah, my yeah. Because I'm like, I'm like, that's forty six and a half. I think was one of my others. I, I guess I'm revealing. Wow. I yeah, might have later on. Forty well, so. Yeah, so it looks like forty three. I mean, that forty three is Broncos Colts. That's what we're watching here. Right. Two yeah. terrible offenses. This is not. This is not forty three. This is a forty seven. That's pretty convincing. Yeah. Big fan of this one. So you know what? Since we're talking about you know. With Kyle Piss over here talking about dropping loads. I'm going to drop my load on you guys this week. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, this this is this is my lock. I'm going to say it right now. This is my lock. I'm going a one and a half unit play as well for me. Um, I believe this is the second time ever I've done a player prop. Ooh. Wow. Okay. As okay. my big bank play. The first one, let's see if you loyal WTP listeners Ooh. remember my first one ever. It was. Carson Wentz on the Eagles. It was Carson Wentz over one touchdown. It was over. Uh, it was over. Yeah, it was over a half touchdown pass in the first half against the Colts. I do remember that. Wow. And he had two yeah. touchdown passes That's in the first half. Yeah, and I could not believe. It. I've, I've looked at the wow. line. I was like, this is stupid. So you're 100 like, percent right so now. So I'm 100 percent, and we're about right. to make it. We're about <laughs> to make it. Uh, uh, you know, another 100 percent. So my play, and you guys already know this because I texted you because I was literally uh, salivating over it, is. Jamar Chase, over 70 and a half yards. It is minus 130, so we're laying some juice. But hear me out. Uh, been clamped down a little bit last few weeks. Some would say that he's off to a slow start, but you know who hasn't been? It's T. Higgins. T. Higgins has been, arguably, the star of that offense so far this year. Yes. T. Higgins is currently questionable. Truly 50-50 shot whether he's going to play Sunday night. We don't know. Even so, he's got an ankle injury. All right, so it's gonna be gonna be hindered regardless whether he plays or not. What does that mean? Could possibly be a decoy. Ravens defense, specifically their secondary, is bottom ten in the league. All right, I expect the Bengals to be able to push the ball down the field. I told you guys I don't have I don't have a lean in this game, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want I want no part of the spread. But seven and a half to me was an absolute steal. All right, I am going to read you what Jamar Chase did. Last year, in his two games against the Ravens, I know you're thinking, oh, it's a different team. No, 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 no. There's some guys who just put on. It's like Jason Witten against the Giants. Right. You fucking bet Jason Witten to score a touchdown against the Giants. Yeah. I think probably the last five years of his career, yeah. no chance you weren't up My like handicap fucking... last week involved Derrick Henry against the Colts. So. It's just one yeah. of those yeah. things. Jamar Chase, Especially in, division games. in two games versus the Ravens mm-hmm. last year, 15 catches, 326 yards, one touchdown. All right? Averaging fucking 163 yards a game. Yeah, Which is insane. Kind of fluky, but more or less, think about it this way. Tyreek Hill, right? Mm-hmm. Against, uh, what do you call it? Last Ravens? Thursday against... Um, Bengals. 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 Yeah. Everyone knew. It was like, all right. His over, I think, was like... It was like fucking like... I want to say it was like... I think, I think it was 60 I think it was 69 I had. Yeah, 69 and a half. And it was yeah. like... Run the same line as how, his. How could you not, like, dude, that's one, that's literally like one busted play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's there. For a player that is known for breaking plays. Jamar like Chase, that. dude, you have one deep yeah. ball, that's 50 yards right there. Mm-hmm. So to me, especially if, I mean, let me tell you something. If Higgins is out, this this value right now is insane. Mm-hmm. But run. Run to your mm-hmm. fucking sports book that has this right now before this goes up. This is a, I would guarantee you that by Sunday night, probably goes up to 77, 78. And if Higgins doesn't play, I'd expect to go up to 90. Wow. Um, so mm-hmm. take it now. Seven and a half. Regardless, I'm telling you, mm. this this is it. I'm fucking... This like, your lock of the year? Th- oh, 
So it's, far. It's week five. Far. Yeah. But so far, yes. Yeah. This, this is my nice. similar to my Ravens bet, where yeah. I'm super confident. This one is seven and a half. I think it's just it's nice and early in the week mm-hmm. where people aren't attacking this. Go get it. Love that. I'm gonna go a little bit different. Same game though. I'm gonna go Ravens minus two and a half for one unit. Um, I am buying a hook. Um, I think that if you're listening to this on Saturday, there's a chance that the Ravens get down to two and a half. But uh, right now, I'll, I'll update the odds by the end of the the episode when we do our recap. Um, once again, no need to think, no need to overthink anything here. I'm taking the better team at home. Both teams two and two, right? We think even, uh, right? No way, Cincinnati. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I answered for you. No, John. I think I think for for me, maybe not me personally. You think the Ravens or Bang- and Bengals are even teams for for the for the public, and I think for the division, they've the Raven. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm not going to belabor it. So, so ready, the, the Bengals. But tell have, me why I'm wrong. The Bengals have played four games, right? Yeah. Against the Steelers at full strength. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Jets, Cowboys, and uh, what was their last game? Oh, the Dolphins. Yeah. They are third worst in the league in yards per play. I think that it's not being talked about enough that this offense is not working. They run way too much. Joe Burrow has been sacked more than anyone in the league. And now they're playing the Ravens, albeit no secondary. I agree with Zach that, you know, Jamar Chase, let him eat, let him do whatever he wants, let him get 71 yards. But I think that the Ravens, their only losses have been against really good teams, we, we could all admit. Tua with the Dolphins, if he sure. played all year, we're talking about an 11, 11 and 5, 11 and, or excuse me, 11 and 6, 12 <laughs> and 5 team, um, you know, making with playoff aspirations. That's a good loss. And then against the Bills, we were gonna, probably going to win the Super Bowl. So that's a good loss, too. Giving up comebacks in both games. I think it's one of those things where Harbaugh's going to get the guys to really dial it in. They're going, playing in primetime. Lamar has a really good record in primetime. And. Yeah, I just think it's one of those things where nobody's talking about the Bengals enough saying that they're so broken because mm. they're 2-2. Two and two. And they played nobody, and they're underperforming against all these really bad teams. I think that the Ravens absolutely humble them here. Ravens minus 2.5 for one unit. Very easy one. Yeah, I actually, I think even, I think they're they're close because they're in the same division, and I think both teams have flaws. I think that's why I see them as close. But taking the home team with... The best player in the game. I still think Lamar Jackson is like a top three quarterback. I don't think you could go wrong with laying a, a field goal there. So I think I think that's an excellent bet. I think I think it in might a game be a... I was unsure of where to lean. I think I think taking the home favorite after after a pretty embarrassing comeback mm-hmm. loss. You know, absolutely. And and plus they have uh, Dobbins ramping up a little bit. I think that he's going to be more effective as the games go on. Mm-hmm. I think that this is just going to be. You, you guys are going to be shocked. You're going to have your jaws. On the ground. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a barn, barn burner, honestly. Cool. And the Ravens just absolutely make them look silly. They hit their over the last couple games, right? Where, like, these crazy overs with Bengals-Ravens. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's another thing. Idiot. Motivation from last year because, as Zach so kindly pointed out, the Ra- the Bengals absolutely ripped everyone in their yeah. division apart, including right. the Ravens. One of their most signature wins was uh, the first one that they played against each other where, where Jamar Chase had, what, 200 yards or whatever? Yep. So, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where I think that this is a little bit of a get-back time. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, there are sometimes we bring up the revenge angle a lot, and there are even revenges that we don't even realize. Like, la- last week yeah. was Mahomes in Tampa for the first time since the Super Bowl loss. Yep. Yeah. So he that. came out firing. So yeah. I think that this is one that the Ravens had circled. I think that they're going to absolutely, they're going to romp. Yeah, like that. I'm going to stay in the division here. I'm taking, I'm going to preview this uh, for everybody here. I'm taking three road underdogs this week. I got big wow. Brian Dayballs hanging <laughs> hey. off of me. Okay? 
The first one I'm taking is it's the, the Giants. <laughs> God, I wish my balls aren't that big. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm taking the biggest point spread I think we've gotten this entire season. Correct. And it's the Steelers getting 14 and a half points at Buffalo for minus 115. The Bills are one of the best teams in the NFL. They are not perfect. I think everyone can agree on that. The last uh, couple of weeks, I don't know. How many more times they're going to bludgeon opponents because opponents are now starting to figure out how to stop them. Uh, Dean, you mentioned, I think, off-pod. They don't have a running game right now. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, they're they're off the backs of the the tremendous Josh Allen and and the incredible, it's like a magician duo, and, and then <laughs> the incredible Stephon Diggs. They're making it happen there, and they're they're making it happen with a, with a pretty solid defense as well. There is a little risk here with the Steelers. I like the 14.5. Of course, I get the two touchdowns and the hook. The Steelers have moved on to Kenny Pickett. He did not really have a great week last week. I think like the, the narrative and the joke was that like the ball didn't hit the ground at all, but he also had three interceptions. So like, do with that what you will. Um, but I think that the I think Tomlin and the Steelers themselves, it's the age-old, let's get a spark going for this team, for this offense. And this could be one of those where maybe the Bills do get off to a hot start and the Steelers maybe backdoor cover at the very, very end. I just think, like, two possessions plus is just a lot of points to give. It's still a Mike Tomlin coach team, still a traditional franchise that does not get blown out. They lost to the Jets. We can see games like that happen from time to time. But I think the points here, and with the situation for Kenny Pickett, he's going to be thrust into the spotlight. He's going to have to create something against one of the best teams in the NFL. I think taking the points here is the smart move. I got one unit on it. Absolutely. That's already in my personal ledger. And uh, a nice little stat that I heard was that the Steelers have, while gambling was invented, they have never been more than a 13.5 point underdog. This wow. is their, the most. This is history. Because if you think about it, they went yeah. from Cower, they went from, uh, what's his name, Noel uh-huh. to Cower to Tomlin. They yeah. have never been this big of an underdog before. Wow. Ever in franchise history. I, th- I think they're going to cover. It's a try. Clearly. That's I, I do love that play, John. Yeah. I like awesome. that one. So why don't... You know what? You have three plays, Dean? I do. So why don't you take uh, take another stab go out of here? It. Okay, I'm going to go with my uh, with my one and a half unit play. I, I don't know if, if the Dean heads have been following. Uh, that's a rhetorical question. I know the Dean heads have been follow, following <laughs> I'm a Dean this head, one. Dude. Yeah. I'm a Dean head as so well. I'm a high piss guy myself. <laughs> I have been stacking my plays each week with one unit half unit and one and a half unit so that you can take that as I know a lot of people that do like pick services they do one star two star three star whatever mm-hmm. small this medium is my large. five star white whale <laughs> POD with collab no but uh, <laughs> this is actually my biggest play because my last one I, I want to see some uh, some jaws on the ground but I got the the Philadelphia Eagles minus one and a half and uh, you know I said on the, my last handicap no need to overthink anything here again you just because what's that one and a half uh, five for oh, one and a half units. Okay. Oh, yes. I was like, I was like sorry, opening the sports. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Eagles minus five for one and a half units. I got, <laughs> I got a little bit excited. Woo, uh, okay. You know, it's it's funny because a lot of people like they bring up the the terminology of like wrong team favored line is wrong. Um, I actually do keep a, a simulation of the games. Yeah. This is the wrong line. I have Eagles minus nine. I wouldn't be wow. surprised if this was like Eagles minus seven. I think that would be more realistic. And then it gets bad up to seven and a half. Um, you think it's the home play for the Cardinals? Why it's only five, do you think? 
Um, no, I just think it's, I think, so you have to realize what the sports books are trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. They are trying to make the most money possible. So if they opened, like I said, like a, like an Eagles minus nine, Mm -hmm. they would subject themselves to so much liability of people taking the Cardinals with the points Mm -hmm. for a backdoor cover or something. Gotcha. They would take teaser money on a seven point Mm -hmm. teaser down to two or six and a half to two and a half. So there's a reason why they come up with some of these numbers. It's not that... It's not that Vegas thinks that the Eagles are going to win by five exactly. Mm-hmm. It's that this is the way that they make the most amount of money on bets. So um, I think in a pure, you yeah, know, that's the, a good insight. The the true value of this is I think Eagles minus nine. So mm-hmm. that's four points of value that I'm taking. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two did actually recently play in 2020, and let's look at the box score really quick. In that game, DeAndre Hopkins had about nine catches, 168, and a touchdown. Larry Fitzgerald had a touchdown as well. well both of those, Damn. right? Like guaranteed Boy. zero catches in this game. Boy, these teams are so different from what they were. Also, <laughs> was it was it still Wentz's QB, or did they have? Oh, no, Hertz it was Hertz. It okay. was Hertz's first year, and oh, gotcha. uh, okay. you know he had an okay stat line, but he wasn't what he is now. Actually, you can make the case that Hertz wasn't what he was this time last year. Um, than he is now. I think that Hurts has massive upgrade. I think he's great. He could throw. He could run. He's he's everything now. Um, it's one of those things where look at how different these teams are from that just uh, two short years ago. A lot of people are going to say, oh, Philly has cluster injuries. They really don't. Their guard practice today. Mm-hmm. The only thing is Jordan Mailata, who was on the Mass Singer, by the way. Um, <laughs> he actually might be out. Uh, let's look at Murray's offensive line right here. Cluster injury situation, Kelvin Beecham, Rodney Hudson, Max Garza, Justin Pugh, all um, didn't practice today on Thursday. Will Hernandez got ejected last game. I don't know if that's going to be a coach, you know, maybe um, sending him down kind of thing. I think that they're going to have bad offensive line. They have the worst defense in football. I don't have stats to back that up. They're just, they're terrible. I think that Arizona, they would be 1-3 without that weird fluky comeback. Um, If they didn't come back against the Raiders, I think the spread would be 7.5. Don't ever th- don't overthink it. This is an easy one. Eagles minus five. My half unit plays the Eagles minus five. What Dean said. <laughs> Full Done. stop. Love the collab. Done. Love it. Collab Listen, with Deanie. I think when you have an undefeated team, you earn the benefit of the doubt by taking them as the favorite until proven otherwise. They're your number. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Done. I was gonna say they're your number one team, right? Yep. Power I took the words out of my mouth. I said yes. most, even most pundits, you know, who yep. who post online, they they consider the Eagles number one, even over the Bills mm-hmm. right now. Oh yeah, me too. That's Bills uh, are three for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Is it Kyle Pitts' turn? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Let's Piss. Go. All right. Let's hear it, dude. So this was the 46 that I mentioned earlier. Dolphins-Jets under the 46. Mm. A lot has changed with the Dolphins' offense. We know. That's a good play. Teddy Bridgewater's... Just... Jets' offense, technically. Well, Te- Teddy covers, man. You know what? Let's actually... Let's start with the... Uh, we'll yeah. start with the Jets, then. Yeah. Um, I, I think that their offense has gotten a lot of love metric-wise because of the Browns game, because mm-hmm. of... Uh, they're, they're throwing a lot late in games, and Flacco looks to be the guy, and... I think that's just a mistake. Um, simply put, I mean, their team total, I think it's like 22 and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't think they get to three touchdowns. I think it's just, the line is just incorrect. Um, mm-hmm. The Jets offense is not that good. The Dolphins offense is, uh, we don't we know all about Teddy Bridgewater. He's been in the league for many years. We know that he's the typical, like, nine and eight kind of guy. He's not going to elevate you. He's not going to kill you. That's exactly what we don't want if we were looking for an over. So that's why I love him in under type games, because he's never going to take a chance. He's always going to... Make the the smart move, and sometimes that's not what makes you win a football game. Um, and then, of course, the Dolphins' defense is exceptional. They haven't gotten a lot of credit just because of all the cool things that McDaniels has done. But metric-wise, I mean, they are at the very top of the league. I think they're top 10 in a whole bunch of things. 
um, including stopping the run, which the Jets are not afraid to do. And they've increased Brees Hall's mm-hmm. workload. I think that this is going to be a very, very low-scoring game, kind of a boring game, because I was looking forward to, again, watching Tyreek and Waddle do all the cool things. But I think uh, 46 is just its way too high. I love the under here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll be I'll be taking a closer look at that. Way too high. Huh? Yes, you don't have to twist my arm to take a Jets under. <laughs> yeah, know? look, it should it's, be forty two, man, straight up. I, That's yeah. number. I, I'm very. I, I'll reserve comment for after the dog pound segment in case Ooh. anyone has it. But I really think that I've watched a lot of Teddy Bridgewater in my life, especially when he was on the Vikings. And boy, exactly like you said, he is mid. Just average. Like, yeah. He's just, just mid. So, like, what are the Broncos finishes last year, right? Weren't they just a mid-team They as were well? pretty mid. The coach got <laughs> fired. So, I like, how say, good could he Bridgewater is, he's the guy that, <laughs> like, he sees the 30-yard route developing, but is like, ah, I can't reach. So then he'll, like, check down. And it's like, it's not a bad play, but it's certainly not a good play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will piggyback. I, I don't know why I like to segue into, like, I have a game in the division as well. Um, <laughs> even though it's totally unrelated. Uh, my next one-unit play for minus 115 is Lions getting three-and-a-half at New England. Um, Bailey Zappi, baby! Right? That's the yes. starter, right? Does anybody, like, you say that now, but, like, it's clearly a joke. Like, where no one's going like, wow, oh, Bailey Zappi, how, how is he doing? I think the Patriots had uh, had themselves quite a game, you know, uh, in, in Green Bay, and it came down to overtime and... That's one of those games I think that Green Bay just wanted back, and they're lucky to get out with the win. I wasn't overly impressed with the Patriots. I guess I have to spot them credit for starting uh, a third-string quarterback, rookie quarterback, unannounced, right? They kept pace. I don't think that's happening here. I don't know. Here's the thing about the Lions, right? We And, and we've actually talked about this off-pod uh, with various levels of emotion. Uh, the Lions... Uh, we know that they are the they average the most points per game, and they're also giving up on defense the most points per game. They have given up the most points in NFL history at this wow. point, and it's thirty five point three. I think that was per the game is three points higher than that the is, worst ever right, in NFL. Is, and I think they're averaging thirty five a game. I mean, it's so bizarre. So they're naturally one and three because of this, or or maybe you would say that they are two and two because they are giving up an even exchange. This is this is such a strange handicap, but hopefully it makes sense. If it if it comes to the point the Lions get a little bit healthier, they're I know they're capable of scoring a lot of points, and the Patriots defense doesn't scare me. They're they're no uh, Seahawks defense, but can the Patriots put up a forty burger if the Lions get there? I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, I actually don't even know why the Lions are underdogs in this game. They might be a potential dog pound play. We'll see. Uh, but certainly the and the number three with the hook. I I think I think this is a team that they are one and three. They have come off some bad losses. Let's let's just let's just win this one, fight it out. <laughs> Three and a half. That, that's 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 as simple as I can make it. The, uh, this one is there. so mispriced, and the proof is that uh, Hoyer just went on IR, and right. Mac is most likely not going to play. And this yeah. line didn't budge. Yeah, Mac's not playing. No yeah, so I, don't, how, I don't think Mac's playing. Dude, so. it's it's <laughs> the Lions all day. How could it not be? Right. I love it. I, I know. It. It's one of those... I, I, I had this same mentality when I chose the Chiefs over the Colts. And, of course, the Colts have looked awful in every other fucking yes. game they've played. So that's why I'm a little nervous. Because because the Lions mm-hmm. are... You can't really call them a good team if their defense is playing this poorly. But if their offense can score this many points, I I just I want to ride them in this situation as an under. I would need to look at how 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 are the Lions' run defense? Is it just as putrid as everything else? I mean, Very Rashad Penny had a day. Yeah, he went <laughs> off. Yeah, I think uh, John. It's interesting. I, I 
it, it sparks a lot of. Uh, My guess questions. for you, Dean, is this is probably a no play for you because I don't think you would take the Patriots I, giving. I one hundred percent lean the Patriots. I'm actually okay, cooking but, up but, a bet to have oh. after, but I, I but think you, that last but lean though. It's not like you're like oh man. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last week, I okay. think proved that Bill Belichick has it, and that's oh. period dot. Brian Hoyer got hurt on the first series, and they had a guy who took no practice reps pretty much ever and was a seventh-round pick, and he was serviceable. It's one of those things where, you know, in Madden, if you draft an entire team and pick, like, a 60 overall, like, I could win a game, don't worry. I'll just make sure I hide him. And mm-hmm. that's what Bill Belichick did, and I think that he's a complete genius, and last week proved it again. And yeah. now that's going fair. against a team that I've openly dunked on uh, mm-hmm. You know, Dean I, I would definitely hates the, the line. <laughs> Absolutely, he's the line. And here's it's a fair point, and and I uh, really tr- like the hook here. I have to, I have to be very no, clear. Yeah. And I, I th- love the. Hook. And that's the thing that I want to point out yeah. too is that you know the best way that you, if you're doing this as a hobby and you want to go ahead and you know follow the signs and stuff like that, then by by all means, we want you to have fun. But good gamblers, if you're doing this for a a long-term kind of thing. If I mean, some people really see it as a side job. I personally do. You know, if you are looking at this as a long-term, almost like an investment strategy, you want to bet numbers, you want to take out emotion, and that's what John's doing right here. Betting a good number at three and a half, I think it's a really good one. Speaking of, uh, well, bad teams, my last play <laughs> is the San Francisco 49ers minus six and a half at the Carolina Panthers. Stick a fork in them, they're fucking done. The Panthers are in disarray. Baker Mayfield, literally comical. Reporter asked him this week, hey, you're getting a lot of bad passes at the line. Like, you know, are you are you guys addressing that in practice? Are you blind? And this man literally turned around and said, if you have a recommendation for a drill, let me know. What a ridiculous response. I didn't hear that. Oh, boy. Like, okay, I'm sorry. That means that your coach is not addressing your flaws? You're not... How about like the lineman dressing? punch the guy in the ribs? That'll get him I think he or how about a little sarcasm to that comment, but the fact that he he's essentially fighting off a bully is, the not, giant is remember, not a good look. Remembers watching the Super Bowl uh, 46 documentary where Bill Belichick literally had his D-line uh, holding up like pads yeah, to simulate JPP you can do. trying to fucking block yeah. and yeah. swat down passes against the offense. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so work. you're telling me that <laughs> you're getting so frustrated that you're lashing at the media... Your coach is not addressing things that you're doing wrong. And you have, in my opinion, probably, I would say, top three defense in the NFL coming into your house who, oh, yeah, hasn't allowed more than a single touchdown in a game yet this season against going against one of the worst offenses in the league. Yeah. Need I say more? You do not. I, I really, like, are they are the Panthers capable of scoring more than a touchdown against the Niners? I'm telling you, I might have to put my foot in my mouth, but I think this is a very easy, clear-cut week. And we've all mentioned the plays that I think are like, yeah, absolutely. Like, this is like, this will be my... the Eagles. Yep. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't, don't see... I, I personally do not see how this game is not not 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think that yeah, yeah. the Panthers are that bad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we all know the Niners' offense isn't the best. But who the... Like, who's... How are they producing Dude, like, if you points? Take, yeah. if you take the Panthers, they had two busted, like, uh, pass plays. There were one to Chenault, one to Robbie Anderson. They also had two defensive touchdowns. Without that, they've scored like 13 points. Let's a year. get parlayed with Zach. It's it's the Niners and the under because <laughs> yeah. it might be 34 nothing. Like I 34 mm-hmm. three. Like I I just don't I don't see it. And it's one of those things that it's just like man, yes, the Panthers are that bad mm-hmm. going up against that good of a team. And honestly, in my opinion, when you're going, it I favor 
a spread much better um, when it's a game script of you're having a great team whose better half is defense mm-hmm. going against a bad team whose weakness is offense as opposed to like like Bills Panthers, right? Like the spread would probably be 14, but mm-hmm. the Bills defense is vulnerable. Like, yeah, the Panthers are terrible. I was going to say, You yeah. could see them sneaking back into the game. Yeah. Like, I am not concerned about a backdoor cover. Oh, yeah, in no, no they're, they're mm-hmm. incapable. Even like, in they're time. just yeah. inept. So, for that reason, I'm not overthinking about this. My unit play this week is going to be the San Francisco 49ers minus 6.5. Good man. Nice. Very good. Uh, John, you have one left? I do. Do you have one left, too, or no? I do have one left. It's okay. a draw. It's a panty dropper. Okay, you know what? Then let me go, because this, this one I probably have the least amount to say. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Seahawks getting six at the Saints. I'm so glad that, you, that you're bringing hey. this up. It's not, it's not an agreement, but I do have okay. something on that game. Cool. Simply put, the Saints are kind of garbage. Uh, they needed, listen, they needed a missed double doink to lose the game in London. However, if the Vikings and them were playing at, uh, was it a Vikings home game technically? It was a Saints home game. Either way, if they were playing at the Vikings stadium, mm-hmm. I think that game would have been so differently. Boat raced. Yes, easily. absolutely. And so I don't trust at all. This Saints team that has questions at almost every type of position, I almost feel like quarterback, running back, defense. Uh, I, I, And I have to look at the other side of the ball, the team that's getting points. The Seahawks, who I know we had them at the bottom of, of the rankings, and, and still do to a degree, but you got to give credit to, to what the Seahawks are doing. I mean, Geno Smith is no rollover. The guy is probably playing, he's like a top 20 quarterback, I'll say it. Leads the league uh, in completion percentage. There you go. Right? That's insane. This this was a weird... I don't Nuts. know why the Seahawks were getting this many points. If this was like a Saints minus one and a half, Seahawks plus one and a half, probably would have stayed away from it. But man, you're spotting me two field goals, a touchdown is. or something like that. I'm going to take the Seahawks there. I'm taking the team that's literally hotter right now. And the Saints are honestly very much in trouble. If you're a Saints fan, I don't know what you're thinking about this team, but it ain't, it ain't pretty. John, you buried the lead in, in the whole handicap. The Saints are coming back from London. <laughs> there and you go. The Vikings are you're coming big, back from London. You're a big travel London. guy. You're a big and travel guy. That is really tough on the travel. <laughs> yeah. And I, honestly, I just I do want to say really quick that yeah. the look at headlines where Vikings minus seven and Saints minus six. Wow. Uh, Saints went down to like five. Now it's back up to uh-huh. six. I like both of those those underdogs because no team has ever played in London and they came back and played in the States the following week. So I got oh, for my half unit. A parlay of plus 220, Vikings-Bears first half under 22.5, and Saints-Seahawks under first half 23. Wow. It's one of those things where both of these games are going to start very, very slow. Uh, the Vikings purposely stayed in Minnesota. They flew out on Friday. They came. They only played in London, mm-hmm. which is why I hit my first half under last week. Mm-hmm. Now they're going home. Guys have a lot of stuff to do. When they, when they come back, I mean, they have Tuesday meetings. They have to go food shopping. They have to like <laughs> yeah. see their girlfriends or gumars or whatever the fuck they are. But I think it's one of those things where this travel... <laughs> yeah, that, that's a possibility. But anyway, um, they they got... Um, <laughs> Kumar time. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, as, as one of the only unmarried guys on the podcast, I'm, I'm talking about Gumars already. No, but, um, Sorry, it's, Lexi. <laughs> it's one of those things where I, I think that the, the, the travel will definitely matter. There's no okay. way yep. that they could go play uh, in London and then come home and be like, yeah, let's get up for the Bears. Uh, let's start with that game. The Bears <laughs> fucking suck, man. They don't throw the ball. They literally don't throw the ball. And the funniest thing, John, you were at the game. I watched zero plays from the game. Uh, 
Just all you need, to, all you need to know is that the Bears lost to a team who had one point in the game, had both their starting quarterback and second string quarterback injured, and ran their starting running back out of the Wildcat. Don't and proceeded worry. to only run the ball and still make progress. Don't worry, the Bears do that too because poor Justin Fields, man, he has <laughs> less completions than Cooper Cup has catches. Holy le- shit! And it's not even close. It's That's literally insane. by eight. So Cooper Cup has eight more catches than Justin Fields has completions. Funny enough, he took the top off and hit Darnell Mooney for a deep pass. Right. And then they just stopped passing. Which constituted, he ended with 176 yards, and that was like a 59-yarder. So think about that. Crazy. So the Bears refused to pass. Mm -hmm. The Vikings are kind of skittish. We all agree. It looks like they could have blown the top off of some of these games, but they didn't. Um, I think that they're going to come out a little bit sleepy, so Mm -hmm. I like that first half under. Now let's go over to the Saints and Seahawks game. Mm -hmm. Seahawks, as we just said, they scored almost 50 points last week on the road. This is a team that we highlighted as they have the most travel in NFL history this year. Um, you know, back-to-back road games, take take into that whatever you want. Did they go back to Seattle? Did they stay on the road? Nobody knows. Uh, I'm sure the, the information's out there, but I'm just saying I don't I don't have that mm-hmm. handy right now. Yeah. So it's one of those things where after scoring so many points, you think that they're going to come out and be like, yeah, we got to start fast again, we got to do it again. I think that they're going to come out and be like, all right, you know, we know what it is, we know we can put up points. They kind of get lulled into a little bit of a false security there. Um, and also the Saints, they are among the worst teams in slow starts. They're only averaging 4.3 first half points through the first oh, four games. God. That's, yeah, that's actually, awful. I guess the Vikings, that was their first first-half touchdown. <laughs> I had to had. react that way. <laughs> yeah, that was their first first-half touchdown that they've ever had. I think that this is something that we've truly never seen before, and that's why I want to parlay them because it's the same concept. We normally don't do parlays, but I'm, I'm doing this as a concept thing right here. Yeah. We've never had a team play in London and then play the following week, so I think both teams start out sleepy, and that's my parlay. That's a great parlay. I really like that. So most London teams, I'm guessing they would come back and it's and a, have bye. a bye week. Bye week. Yeah. This wow. is the first year it's not. And, and the right. league... That's, that's taking an edge, you know? The league yes. asks the teams, do you want that bye week then or do you want to defer it? Which is way and, too early. But you know what? You're not asking your players that. You're asking the ownership. True. And they know that there's um, analytical benefits to taking the bye week later in the year uh, as opposed to early in the year. That was a good one. Let's go around the table and re- right, everyone got their picks in. Yes. We'll recap. Kyle Piss, do you want to start us off? Sure, yes. I have the under in uh, Dolphins Jets, and that is at 46. And then, of course, I have the over, uh, which is at 43 for Cowboys Rams. Okay. Uh, I have the uh, for a one unit each the Lions getting three and a half at the Patriots. The Seahawks getting six points at the Saints, and the Steelers getting 14.5 at the Bills. I dare you to find a podcast or a service that's giving you three road dogs to take as their best picks of the game. That's good. I am taking, for one and a half units, Jamar Chase over 70.5 receiving yards for minus 130. For a unit, I have the San Francisco 49ers minus 6.5. And and for a half unit, I have the Eagles minus 5. For my one and a half unit play, I got the Eagles minus five. For one unit, I got the Ravens minus two and a half. And then for my final half unit, got a plus 220 first half under parlay. Vikings Bears under 23, uh, 22 and a half. St. Seahawks under 23. So much value. All winners. Every single one of them. Love it. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. I'm going to come up with a name for all these. Like a triple, triple hammer or something like that. That's uh, Zach's Fat Lock, Let's Get Parlayed, and The Dog Pound. Zach's Fat Lock. It's so big. (laughs) 
Zach's fat lost last week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> one and three. Uh, luckily, our hit was for one plus one eighty, so we're 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 afloat. Uh, and this week, I'm I'm not fucking around. This is it. This is your winner. Plus one forty six. Round it up to plus one fifty. Packers minus one and a half. Niners minus a half point. Eagles plus one. Six point teaser. Plus one forty six. Fucking lock it up. Where's the loss? You tell me. Are the Packers losing to the Giants? No way. Love the Giants. <laughs> no. Nope. You've heard my rant about the Panthers being poo poo pee pee. Niners <laughs> going outright. And then you've also heard Dean's rant yep. about the Cardinals being mm-hmm. poo poo pee pee and the Eagles being a juggernaut. So this is probably the squarest teaser I've <laughs> ever had with fucking no underdog. But guess what? We're avoiding the Commanders and Commanders like teams. So there it is. <laughs> Six point teaser. Plus 146, Packers minus one and a half, Niners minus a half, Eagles plus one. That is a that is a great lock. That is a juggernaut. A, a, gir- a girthy uh, Zach's a girthy win. I like <laughs> That's it. Very good. I'll handicap real quick because I was at the, I forgot to mention that off the top. I was at the Giants game this weekend uh, against the Bears. It's always got to come and back to the Giants. Always got to come back to the Giants. Here here is why the Packers are the smart play. Uh, <laughs> the Giants are currently dealing with uh, quarterback injuries, injuries plural, mm. offensive injuries. We don't know who's starting. Uh, Daniel Jones is looking like Daniel he's Jones going is to play. going to start, but will be limited running, running, which is his strength. Right. Yeah, which oh, he at. took out fifty percent of what the Giants oh, do on it's offense. O- it's okay. The Giants will, uh, you know. The Giants are going to find passing success with their three active wide receivers. <laughs> Tony's out, so they're going to be David Sills, Richie James, That's right. and uh, who was the last guy? Oh, See, we don't even remember his it's, name. It's uh, Slayton. Who can't? Oh, catch. Darius Slayton. Three three catches, twenty five yards is what their receiving core had last week against the Bears. They're lucky that the Bears are honestly probably the worst team in the NFL right now. I was going to say right they now. had no reason to pass because the Bears refused to pass. Yeah. So it was fine. Yeah, and then and they were um, without without a quarterback at the end of that game. So there there is a chance that we see the Giants' if offense for what the, they really are, I which is am pretty the Packers. Anemic. Yeah, I am. I am literally watching film of the Raiders. Excuse me, the Chargers Ravens playoff game of Lamar's first year, where they just put <laughs> nine in the box and were like, "All right, go ahead, throw the yeah. ball. Let's see what you got." Like that. That's. That's what you do when you win by by three shots. I think that's what it all is. While we're talking about these two teams, you guys are are dunking lovingly on your team. (laughs) I'm going to dunk on the hated rival. Uh, The Packers aren't right. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here. John, you made fun of Bailey (laughs) Zapp earlier. I mean, they got got their asses outcoached at home. Rodgers is throwing picks this year. I think that they're... I must say, this 3-1 team is probably the most fool's gold they could possibly be oh, out yeah. there. Not saying the Giants. I wouldn't put that. Listen, yeah. they were playing a like competitive team. Like, yeah. Yes, on paper. Right. Oh my god. The Honestly, Giants, if the I Giants were healthy, agree. I would totally take the if points. If the Giants yeah. were healthy, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you, you you could convince the, me the take full the points. points. Not obviously you're. If you know, they you're had Kadarius is... Tony, right. Wandell, sure. Wandell, yeah, fucking. Uh, I mean, Galladay threw out some nice blocks last week. That's why we got hurt. <laughs> team player. You know, I think Leonard is Leonard Williams playing. We don't know. Enough Giants still, talk. Still Take the pack. The Packers are going to win out, right? All right. I have them in several uh, teasers. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, it's it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Okay. I want to talk about that game specifically. And la- last thing on the Packers for for Dean over here, Aaron Rodgers. How's this for your MVP? Not leading the league in any QB category. That's right. right. He, he didn't. Me. He didn't last year either. Put it's this way. Me, me and Joe have a side bet off pod that 
Uh, minus 150 yards, mind you. Okay. That Rodgers will have more passing yards than Tua. And Tua... <laughs> Boy, R.I.P. to me. Oh, wait, but wait, time out. <laughs> Through four weeks, despite Tua getting hurt one game and yeah. literally being out for a whole second half, he still has a 200-yard lead. On Aaron Rodgers, Ooh, plus wow. an additional 150 yards in the spread. Get that Whew. cushion. So he yeah, got. We, wow. we need it. We need Rodgers has been that. Yeah. That weird. That's bad. I don't want to say bad because he's not bad. He's yeah. Not, he's not himself. Like they're you not, said, we, we just we way. just went past the preseason, as it were. Yeah. yeah. Of this season, so like we're we're gonna see what what uh, the yeah, and not really to turn are. this into Packers corner, but the one thing <laughs> that I notice is uh, a lot of teams like they drafted like a rookie and they're like, yeah, we were wrong. Like he sucks, whatever. I lost guy more. But uh, the Packers somehow they seem to want to get Christian Watson involved. Like every week they have something designed for him, so that's definitely like a Dobbs. If he could catch me, he'd be yeah. a fucking stud. No, two Do- weeks in a row, he dropped like surefire. Yeah, but he had the he had the game winning touchdown. He did have the game winning touchdown, but he also dropped the easy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's enough. Zach Fatlock, <laughs> for love of God, I, I love you, Giants. Don't win this week, please. <laughs> Minus one and a half. That's all. So long as the Niners and Eagles win as well. They there lose too, then we'll go Giants. Hand, hand in hand, let's. Oh, let's turn that music up. It's time to get parlayed. We're coming off another win. Titans three and a half. Derrick Henry over 15 and a half rushing yards, but that's in the past. What we're looking at this week, it's a play we mentioned before. I'm going to LA, baby. Cowboys at Rams. Let's go. Cowboys getting five and a half points over 43 for plus 272. Again, almost like a Seahawks Saints handicap. From eye test, what am I seeing from both of these teams? The Rams just had a really tough Monday night game. And it's not an anomaly. It's, oh, this team actually is kind of struggling in a lot of different facets. I don't think Sean McVay is getting what he wants out of the offense. Um, The defense is on the field a little too long. And the Cowboys, man, for whatever it is, whether it's the Cooper Rush effect... If it's, if it's good coaching, uh, or or otherwise, the Cowboys are are winning three in a row, and they're looking like one of the better teams in the NFC. Amazingly, I got to give credit where credit's due. So um, the the number here five and a half is a little wacky. That's why I like parlaying it with the over of forty three. I do think the Cowboys have a chance to win this game outright, but I don't think you can go wrong with taking the points. Uh, again, if you if you want to say, hey, maybe the Rams. You know, are are one of those hot and cold teams that look good one week, look bad another week. Maybe they do win this game, but you got five and a half points to work with. So against that's uh, Cowboys getting five and a half, the over forty three for plus two seventy two. And last, let's head to the dog pound. Ruff, ruff. <laughs> the dog pound. <laughs> Don't need a sounder that time for it. Let, let me go first. Yeah, okay, let's do it. My dog pound is the Cowboys. Cooper Rush is undefeated nice. as a pro. John, you said it uh, pretty well. Um, this is I'm throwing the power rankings out a little bit here. The Rams were my preseason number one team. They are now uh, 14th. Last week, uh, I'm not going to go ahead and say like I got really mad about how they played the game. Um, it was one of those things where you know the, the Niners had this game circled somehow, and they really let the Rams have it. And it's one of those things where cluster injuries on the offensive line is a huge theme, especially when you don't have a running quarterback. You have an aging quarterback with maybe elbow problems, no protection, and also it's one of those things where, you know, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, What's the motivation? Like, Matt Mm. Stafford in the ice bath being like, 
oh yeah, you know, I, I got my ass kicked last week. I gotta get up and show the Cowboys. Like, you know, he's probably like, dude, I'm, I'm gravy now. Like, I, I fucking, I, I did it all. I'm good. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I, I'm not suggesting that the Rams have complacency, but mm-hmm. it is one of those things where I just saw on Monday Night Football a very one-dimensional team that could, all they do is throw the ball to Co- uh, Cooper Cup, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So Rams very flawed. Cowboys defense very good. Cooper Rush perfect game manager, exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, let's not overthink this one. Plus one ninety five, win it outright. You know I love both of those mm-hmm. because right. of of what I said earlier. Also, Sorry, I do have to mention too: the Cowboys are America's team. Therefore, all the front runners will go to the stadium in LA. Who has the most? True. Who has the most fake people and AKA frontrunners <laughs> in the country? This will be a 50-50 game, if not more, uh, in favor more. of the Cowboys. One hundred percent more. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Right? Cowboys more. home road game right here. Speaking <laughs> of home dog, Ooh. what's he doing? <laughs> J E T S Jets Jets. Jets, I'm taking the Jets wow. as home dogs at plus 145. Like what you missed was I me like doing the fireman Ed. <laughs> the actress. You turned the hat around? I thought I you turned the hat around. I thought you were going to pick the Giants. I thought, uh, I thought it was... <laughs> I, yeah, I was yes, like, after, after, after I fade myself. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to hedge the ZFL. <laughs> I'm guaranteed to win one. No, man. I'm t- it's it's like, so smart. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, you can't lose. <laughs> that's horrible. You should stop. If that, if I ever did that, oh my God, I yeah. give you the listener permission to turn us off and report us to the FCC or something. We are so, so why? Do you, so why do I like the? I'm actually curious. Why do I like the so Jets? I like the Jets because I think they have momentum. They're coming off of mm-hmm. great win. They have their starting quarterback mm-hmm. back, right? And uh, like you guys said, Teddy Bridgewater, he's not going to knock your socks off. He's going to be very safe. He's going to be conservative play. The thing I worry about with the Dolphins is. They can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. They're not really effective with the run, uh, which will let have the Jets have plenty of opportunities to get back in the game. Yes, the Jets' offensive line is a little banged up, but Zach Wilson is something that Joe Flacco was not, and that is mobile. Mm-hmm. He can make plays on his feet. I think the home field advantage is going to be huge. It is a divisional game. The Jets fans are going to be loud. It is going to be a lively atmosphere. This is probably their first time in a long time. They're playing meaningful football in October, right? They are two and two. They are well within the race for the well, yeah, the division. Believe yeah, it or not, they are. Yes. Sure they're alive going against a banged up divisional opponent. Why not the Jets? I think this is going to be a close game. Joe says it's an underscript, correct? Yes. So if that's the case, then correct. if it's an underscript, I think that the Jets. 100% have a chance to squeak out a win here. You know it's not going to be a shootout. I think the Jets are going to play hard. They want a statement game. Give me the Jets at plus 45 as the home dog. Done. Really love that. Love it. Mm-hmm. I think that we are sharing a play, John. We, we are. We it's are. a Kyle and John special. <laughs> Browns plus 110. For mm-hmm. me, this is a matchup play. Mm-hmm. The Browns are exceptional at running the ball. Chargers are struggling to stop the run. Yeah. Chargers have... Uh, more and more injuries. They have stars that are injured. I think that uh, this is only a two-point spread. Mm-hmm. Plus 110, I think that the Browns can definitely pull this game out uh, at home against the Chargers, who just uh, performed very well last week. So maybe yeah. a possible letdown. Again, against, against the, uh, they let up how many points to the Texans? It was like 24. It was a lot. Right? 24. It was kind it was, of meaningless yeah. points, though, to it, be fair. Okay. Was, I was yeah, going to yeah. say, uh, I'm, I'm nervous about this, the Chargers. This is me not watching that game because I was the away. The game was well over, okay. and Texas scored a bunch. 
Okay. Also, you've had a, uh, a Pierce 75-yard touchdown run in there. That's oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tackle. So it, that score made it seem like it was a game. Gotcha. It, it, it was not was. a game. 34-24. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Again, it was, we're, it we're, was an ass beat. We're talking at a def- uh, So I agree with you, uh, Kyle. Uh, I'm you. taking the Browns. A uh, different team, of course, that the Chargers are playing this week than than the Texans. I think the, the Browns are a team that I think more highly of. And I think the Chargers are a team I think a little less of. The Chargers have not been... Really, at all, what I've expected, they they've not looked dominant. I guess against the Texans team, from what you guys have been telling me. But mm-hmm. how hard is it to look dominant against the Texans, right? He's still the only winless team in the NFL. I think the Browns. It's weird because I chose the money line last week. They disappointed me against Atlanta, but I I think that, like you said, Joe, the matchups are pretty good. Um, I think the the ground game is is gonna have their day, and the Chargers. This is just a cha- uh, game that the Chargers will seem to lose. They're going to Cleveland. Uh, I, I like them in true dog pound fan. Anytime I like to, I, I pick the Browns in dog pound. I always feel somewhat. Oh, right, that's so true. Bit. I didn't you know. know that. It's like the segment is named is named after them. Awesome. So this was. I, we have to start like keeping a pick count. You got one more thing, Dean? Yeah. We, oh, we do have a pick count that uh, oh, that we could uh, sure we could post. But I do want to say one thing. Bonus cookie time. A lot. Yeah. Of, someone reminded me online that <laughs> whenever I said like, uh, hey, this is a little bonus cookie right here, bet. <laughs> 2-0 bonus cookies. Got okay. one right here. We're going cross-sport <laughs> a little bit. NHL opens tomorrow in Prague. Uh, neutral neutral ice. <laughs> Stylish. Predators versus the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Sharks <laughs> plus 165. This is a coin flip. Let's take the odds. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I want a bonus cookie, but... I want to just roar like Zinberwolf from last week. <laughs> yes. But that's all I've I'm not going to do gonna that. It's going to happen next I week. You want to talk about next week. So we're here watching Thursday Night Football. You should do like a look-ahead spot I'm, I'm, yes, yes. I'm going to do a look-ahead Hey, my right big now. bank will be 0-2. I'll be all right next week, though. <laughs> my look-ahead <laughs> next week. Pee, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my look-ahead next week is actually I'm going to fade this game hard. Uh, I'm fading... The Thursday night football game next week against oh. the Washington Commanders and Chicago Bears. Oh. I think in lieu of watching that game, uh, we're either going to have to wear oh, blindfolds, yeah. put on like a, a YouTube no video. Like, I am not watching I think I'll watch like a video of my own torture. I, like I quite literally think if someone came up to me and was like, Hey, Zach, would you rather have to watch this game? From start to finish, or just get kicked in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm getting kicked in the nuts. It's quicker. It's quicker. <laughs> yeah, that's it's sure. quicker. It's There'll a, be more touchdowns scored from me offenses. kicking you in the nuts than that actual that game. That is just in the NFL. Ooh, oh my god, schedule makers, what are you doing, baby? Yeah, yeah. No, what, flex that. That's <laughs> yeah. true. They flex should. that. I'll just no Thursday night game. This Prime night. just can't. can't that catch game a break. deserves <laughs> to be buried in the one o'clock yeah. no show red zone right there. That is. Um, but I'm gonna take us out this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Winning Ticket Podcast. We're having fun. It is minus 1,000.